Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. You know, I used to find it annoying when people said, Happy Monday, because it's like Monday. Nobody's happy about Monday unless you're watching us on the early edge because, you know, we've got bets, we've got picks, and we've got Monday night football to talk about. Speaking of Monday night football, first of all, welcome to the early edge. Second of all, we've got our early edge primetime show tonight at 730, always the same time, always the same place for Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night football It's the Jacksonville Jaguars hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. I have a lot of interesting takes on this game. So do a lot of other people. And you're going to hear some of those takes today, this morning. And without further ado, let's bring in the stars of the show, the guys who are going to tell you those takes. And of course, Buckets is here too. So he's going to have some takes on this game. And they're going to be ridiculous. And they're all going to come in. So I can't wait for that. And by the way, if anybody's wondering, Coach is still in Jupiter. Uh, buckets. That's that's not the planet. It's the right, city, right. Jupiter, Florida. Uh, how's everybody doing today, Maestro? How is everything going? I'm good. You know, I know you and I both had a lot of stuff riding on Ramondre Stevenson, and and I had carries and and other things. Uh, but you know, that's how it goes in the NFL. You lose guys to injury, guys miss extra points. But I'm not bitter. We move on to a great Monday night, um, a great Monday night game, despite the absence of Joe Burrow. Yeah, I mean, you got to move forward on that. I didn't have Ramondre in the prop market, but boy, did I have him in the DFS market. And that injury, first of all, I hope he's better. But that injury uh, certainly uh, didn't do any Ramondre backers any favors. Okay, well, Larry said it. Let's move on to Monday Night Football. Let's go to fade or follow right here. We've got the Jacksonville Jaguars, of course, hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. It's a 10-point spread, understandable. We have Jake Browning at quarterback as opposed to, of course, Joe Burrow. It's a 40-point total. A.B., I'm going to start with you. Are you fading or following the favorite here, and is there anything on the total you like? I'll go ahead and say this. I'm following the Jaguars, and 10 points is a ton, and there are ways to go about getting around that, and I'll explain here in just a bit, but let me just explain that this game for the Jaguars is incredibly important. Like I'm not saying that it's must-win territory, But Mm -hmm. the Houston Texans keep winning in the AFC South, right? So you have a team that is kind of on Jacksonville's, you know, tail, so to say. And Jacksonville, as we're getting down, this is the end of week 13, hard to believe that we're already there, that now it's the final stretch. And these games are important, especially a quote-unquote game that you're supposed to win at home. Jacksonville needs 
to handle their business tonight. So, yeah, I'm following. And also, Jaguars props are live tonight. Like, they're good. They're going to be a lot of action and plays and whatnot from Jacksonville. I'm excited to watch this game for sure. Yeah, and we're going to hear some of those plays later in the show because I know I, I've got a couple – well, I've got a couple plays I'm going to have on the other side, but I know Larry, for this show, this morning show, he's going to have a couple plays on that Jacksonville side, I believe. And Buckets, don't worry. I know I've kept you quiet in your new place, but I think we have something coming up after I kick it to the maestro here. Maestro, 10-point spread. It's a lot. Double digits. Jacksonville's good. I don't know if they're good enough to cover this spread, but it's Jake Browning on the other side. Where are you at on this game? Yeah, in an electric atmosphere, first primetime game there in 12 years, and they have a chance to move into the AFC number one seed. And if you look at their schedule at Cleveland, who doesn't really have a quarterback, then they play the Ravens at home, but then they finish up with the Bucks, the Panthers, the Titans. So the Jaguars can put themselves in the driver's seat for the number one seed. So yeah, but the line has gotten out of hand. If you were on Sportsline early in the week, RJ had the Bengals, had the Jags at seven and a half. Right now, I would still lean anything 10 or less to the Jags because this Bengals offense, we know uh, T. Higgins is back, but is it going to make a difference with the backup quarterback? But the defense, the defense made the Steelers offense look competent last week. So what are the Jags going to do to them? Yeah, it's interesting, too, because, you know, I'm not a huge I, I think Jake Browning is an OK quarterback. I think he understands the system. I think he can process stuff pre-snap and, and, and know where his reads are. But with all of that said, it could have been a much worse game. I believe he was 19 for 26 for a handful of yards, but it could have been a much worse game for him last week. He had two balls that were tipped right into Jamar Chase's hands of, of all people. It, it could have gone sideways for him really quickly. And speaking of going sideways, Buckets, you're in a new place. So congratulations on that. And listen, I have yet to host when you've done the Buckets no-fly zone, but I got to think, like, it's not even on the sheet right now. I, I got to think, yep, I knew it. I knew I knew AB had something for you in that beautiful robe. We Buckets, we got Jay Browning. I know you don't do first names. That's yep. cool. We've got T. Lawrence. Jay Browning, minus 175 to throw an INT. T. Lawrence, minus 120 to throw an INT. Buckets, I, I can't believe I'm asking you this. Where are we headed in the no-fly zone? Well, see, we don't do first names here, and that's just out of respect to the quarterbacks because I don't know these guys personally. Therefore, I don't know them well enough to use their full first name. Also, I don't know their first name, so that helps out as well. When I'm looking at Jay Browning and T. Lawrence and I see you as the host, Sia, something comes to mind here. Coach is not here to rein me in. Coach is not here to stop me from doing something crazy. So I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm not just picking one of these guys to enter the no-fly zone. I'm picking both of them. Jay Browning, T. Lawrence, I apologize in advance. You're both about to have a really, really bad Monday night football game. We're taking both of these guys to throw an INT this afternoon, Sia, tonight. Whatever time this game is, I have no idea, but both of them are entering the no-fly zone. AB, you see how cocky he's getting? Like, he's hitting these at all, like a near 100% rate, if memory serves. And now what, he's what's going your record 14 and three. Is that right? <laughs> We're 14 and three so far this year. It's insane. Like, it, and it's not like he chooses the high juice either. Right. right. Like it, it's nuts. So yeah, he's going with both of them tonight. I, not a bad play to be completely honest with you. I get it on the juice on uh, Jay Browning there. Listen, I don't think it's a bad play either. I think Jake Browning's good to throw an interception as the odds indicate, but I mean, it's not like Trevor Lawrence, L Larry, let me just come to you before we move on. The Jaguars are a good team. They're better than I thought they were going to be. I got to admit it. But it's not because of Trevor Lawrence, is it? 
Yeah, I mean, this offense has kind of been disappointing up until the last couple of weeks where they've started to get it going the way they started to get it going down the stretch. Uh, you you just wonder, though, with the potential game script, is he going? I'm not I'm not saying Buckets doesn't know what he's talking about on NFL interception props because the record <laughs> speaks for itself. But is he going to have to force the ball uh, with a potential uh, big lead game script? Yeah, it, yeah a, to, 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 to back up, like, what, not that Maestro needs you to back him up, but, like, I was thinking the same thing, like, last night going over props and stuff, and it was like, all right, there might be a point where the ball doesn't travel further than Etienne. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not going to need to throw it down the field. So that's the fascinating part, man. It's going to be good. Well, we'll game. see. You know, they have to try to establish a lead somehow, and maybe it's through Etienne, but it's also potentially through the passing game and the plethora of pass catchers that he has. Where can you place these bets? I'm sure you're wondering that. Uh, let's go to, I don't know, maybe BetMGM. New BetMGM customers can sign up today and get $200 in bonus bets. Just place your first wager of at least $10 and you will receive $200 instantly in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome with bonus code EDGE200. Bonus code again, EDGE200. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Every time I see Jamie Foxx, I think of Willie Beeman in what I think is the fa- my favorite and the best football movie of all time, Any Given Sunday. I know everybody disagrees with me there. Love that movie. Type in your favorite. I've done this at least once before. Type in your favorite football movie into the chat, if you would. And Maestro, do you have a favorite football movie? I got to go either Invincible or the new uh, Kurt Warner movie. Not so new, a few years old, because I grew up in St. Louis. So that was my uh, best run as a fan that Kurt Warner season. All right. A.B., favorite football movie? Man, that's tough. Um, you know, I, I really enjoyed the Friday Night Lights movie. Um, mm-hmm. That's a phenomenal one. There's a lot of good ones. It, it, the Kurt Warner story in, like, real – is the craziest story of all time of what yeah. Kurt Warner accomplished. Like, I haven't seen it, but I need to see it now that Maestro said it. But, I mean, what Kurt Warner accomplished is crazy. Like, to be working in a grocery store and then – you're like Super Bowl MVP is nuts. And you see him throwing the cereal boxes in the in the supermarket. I mean, it was a great, it was a great it's movie. Nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's if you dig deep, there's a lot of football stories that are really incredible. Uh, Deron Bland. Everybody, after this show, go and look up where Deron Bland came from in terms of how highly a, a, a rec- or high, high, high a recruit he was out of high school, because he wasn't really where he went to college. This guy has more touchdowns at defensive back than most receivers. There's so many of these awesome NFL stories. And frankly, I wish they were kind of put at the forefront a little bit more than they are. Uh, Buckets, I'm going to put you at the forefront. Do you happen to have a favorite football movie? 
I'm not sure if I really remember the name, but there's one football movie where Adam Sandler plays a quarterback, I think in a prison, and that was a pretty fun movie. Is that is that the perfect longest? answer? What is it? What, what's no, the, what's the perfect long, answer. It's the longest yard. The longest yard. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Oh, wow. yeah. All right. Adam Sandler <laughs> in prison is Bucket's favorite football movie. All right. Well, let's move on then. Uh, I see some people putting their favorite movie in football movie in the chat. Also hit the like button if you can, so I can show off to coach when he comes back. Hey, I got more likes than you. Let's talk about the college football playoff before we get to our picks. I got to cover this real quick because we were doing AB, we were doing the NFL kickoff show yesterday at noon. And in the middle of that show, we had to stop and talk about these college football playoff spreads, likelihood of who's going to win the national championship. I thought that was a really fun segment that we peppered in among those 10 games that we talked about. But We've got it right here. We've got the Sugar Bowl, Texas minus four and a half versus Washington. Washington plus 155 there to win on the money line. Total 64 and a half. And then, of course, we got the Rose Bowl. Alabama plus 100 versus Michigan. Michigan, of course, favored by one and a half there. 45 and a half point total. AB, I'm just going to go to you on this one. Do you have any takes on either of these spreads? Anything you're leaning toward? Nothing official necessarily. It's early. Anything you're leaning toward right now? Yeah, so all right, let's just take it one by one. All right, so first off, in the Sugar Bowl here, Texas and Washington. All right, I think Texas is the better team, but it's not to take anything away from Washington at all. If I were looking at this from a first-half, second-half play, I would play Texas in the first half. I would play Washington in the second half, whether you want to play spread or you just want to play point totals with both of those teams. Texas will give up points in the second half, and Washington will gladly take them. But if you had to ask me, I would take Texas – and I would probably take the under. Now, in the Rose Bowl game, Alabama and Michigan, this is going to be a hell of a game, all right? Michigan has played the same game over and over and over. Alabama's got a good defense. Alabama can stand up against Michigan. That being said, Michigan, look at their last two wins, Ohio State and Iowa, two of the best defenses in college football. That being said, Michigan's defense is also right there. I'll take Michigan. With the points minus one and a half, because I think that they're that good, but that it's going to be a hell of a game. But Texas, Washington, I'd take Texas and I would probably hammer that 64 and a half. That's a ton of points, man. Yeah, I hear you on that. I, I, I'm leaning towards the under in both games, frankly. I, I think I'm going to take Washington plus four and a half. At least that's my lean right now. I mean, listen, I was I was an Oregon backer just a few days ago, so I'm it's a, certainly an about face. But I was impressed with what I saw from Washington, not necessarily this entire season, but lately they've they've, they've shown up, especially in that game against Oregon, Michigan, Alabama. I've been going back and forth on. I mean, I, Me yesterday I, I wanted to take Michigan and this morning I wanted to take a Bama money line at plus 100. I don't know where to go yeah. on that one. I, I, I was going to say and I didn't mean to interrupt you, but like it, ever since we got the college football playoff, I, I don't know the exact number, but I think like 81 percent of the games have been double-digit wins, right? Like, it, it, they've mostly been blowouts. Yeah. Alabama and Michigan, like, both of these games are going to be really good. I don't think that either is going to be a blowout. I'm with you. Like, there are many ways that Alabama can handle their business. There are ways that Michigan can handle their business. These are two well-coached teams, two good football teams. Dude, <laughs> you're going to see that line going. Like, it was opened at, what, two and a half Michigan, immediately went to two. One and yeah. a half, it'll go back. Like, watch, just watch the line move because most of America is going to think the same way we are. It's tough. Yeah. And AB, I don't know if we have the odds to win the national championship up, but if we do, yep. let's put them up. But I got to say, there is something a little poetic about Nick Saban pretty much being counted out even before the season started, or at least certainly during the season. And all of a sudden, not only has he crept into the top four, but 
I, I, it just seems like, I don't want to say fate. It just seems like one of those seasons where we're going to be talking to ourselves afterwards saying, yeah, it was Nick Saban the whole time. And we just didn't see it. As we see here, Michigan plus 170 to win the national championship, Bama plus 190, Texas plus 310 and the Washington Huskies behind Michael Penix Jr. Plus 700. If you have a play in terms of what you want to, what, what you think, who you think the national champion is going to be, put it in there, Washington, Michigan, Texas, or Alabama, let us know. And by the way, where can you place these bets? Well, we know BetMGM, but where you can where can you see our bets? You can see them, of course, at Sportsline early. We always put our picks in before this show. And frankly, when it comes to our futures, we have a lot of picks in. Maestro just mentioned RJ in terms of having uh, that Jaguars pick in at seven and a half. Like some of these picks come in days, if not sometimes a week in advance, because we want to get you the best number. The only way to see that is by being a Sportsline member. And I love this line from Coach, so I'm going to steal it. I'm going to do you a solid. You can get 60% off your Sportsline subscription with promo code SIA. Just kidding. It's promo code COACH, C-O-A-C-H. Promo code COACH gets you 60% off our quarterly plan. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. If you're not, I, I think most people in the chat are members of Sportsline, but if you're not, uh, I, I can't really express to you how much you're missing because really it's not just about picks. Maestro, we have so much information in there. It, it's articles, it's data from guys like Jacob Gibbs, it's DFS picks. Like, I think there's almost like a misconception that, oh, you know, you can get our sports picks on the Sportsline site. Yeah, that's just such a small fraction of what you can get. Uh, completely. And there's so many articles, uh, including our new uh, NHL expert, Griffin Carroll, who's doing a touchdown parlay article every week. My officiating angles column, which went 3-0 and again uh, this past week. So we're on a nice roll with that. I think 24-15 and for the season. You know, RJ's contest bets. This is a guy who has a very good shot to cash in circa million uh, and on and on. There's a lot of content beyond the pick feed. That's yeah. the crazy yeah. part. They do have a shot at winning that. Like, they have an excellent shot. Also, I wanted to say really quick, if Alabama beats Michigan and Texas beats Washington, we get a rematch. That's Alabama's only loss this year is Texas. Wow. Right? In the first yeah. game of the season. Right? Like, Coswell playoffs is going to be awesome. Maybe maybe you just uh, you just foretold what's going to happen. It, sometimes it's the best story that, that ends up being the story. And I, I maybe, that, maybe that's the play. And a common misnomer, you know, we all think, you know, hey, it's tough to beat a team twice. It's actually the complete opposite, like historically, like the team that wins the first game wins the second one. Washington and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. That was a rematch. Washington had already beat Oregon. Oregon's only lost this year. What happens? Washington lines up, does the exact same thing. I'm not saying Texas does that to Bama, but historically, 
The team wins the first one, generally wins the second. Okay, we're going to get to our picks, but I got to give another shout-out. This is two shows in a row to Jeff Stenberg because he had, like, one of the funniest comments I've seen in the chat last night when we did our Sunday night football show. Here he says, promo code, this is obviously for a Sportsline subscription, promo code EC to almost get a subscription. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Everybody, hopefully you've already hit the like button. We really appreciate being you being in this chat on a Monday morning. We hope we are making your day better, not just because we have picks that win a lot, uh, but also because we like to kind of brighten people's day and give you guys the energy that maybe you don't have on a Monday morning. All right, speaking of energy, Buckets, I want to come right to you because I've kept you quiet long enough. It looks like you've got a couple of soccer picks, and I know half of this chat is always, if not more, is always waiting for your soccer picks. So my friend, you have the floor. Well, see, I bear with me here. None of my furniture arrived at the new place, so I've been sharing Freya's dog bed with her the past couple nights. I'm a little bit tense, but that doesn't mean we can't still cash some tickets here. And we're going to go ahead and start with our absolute favorite league to pronounce, Italy's Serie A, as we have a huge matchup with Torino hosting Atalanta. And to be honest, I'm going to take some juice here because it is 1,000% worth the squeeze. You can get Atalanta draw no bet at minus 135. Now, Atalanta is the much better team here. However, they're currently plus 140 on the money line because they've had a very difficult string of matches. They have not won in their last four games. So a lot of people think, okay, they're kind of done now. They're teetering off. That is not true. They just had to play one of the best teams in Portugal in sporting. They had to play Scudetto winners, Napoli. They had to play current leaders, Inter Milan, and they had to play Udinese. So a brutal run of schedule has made them see a lot of draws here, but Torino is not a part of these good teams. I expect Atalanta to win outright. But the fact that we can get draw no bet at minus 135, again, a little bit of juice is still a really, really good line for that 245 matchup. Then we're jumping down to Portugal. And because I did give a juice play, I now have to give a plus odds play. And I'm looking at the match between Sporting and Gil Vicente at 315 this afternoon. Sporting, the much better team here. They'll probably win this match outright and they might score three or four goals in the process. But that is not what I care about here. I care about the fact that Gil Vicente even though they're 13th on the table, has the second most goals in all of Portugal. They've scored 23 goals in their 11 games, and they've scored in eight of their last 10. Meanwhile, Sporting, a good defensive side, they're on tired legs. They had to play that difficult Europa matchup against Atalanta, and they've now conceded in eight of their last 10 across all competitions. The fact that we can get both teams to score at plus 105 is frankly ridiculous. I would have played this all the way up to minus 130, minus 140. So if it does move a little bit, you still should jump on this because both teams to score and probably the over here, maybe even over three and a half, I think hit no problem. All right. And we have Bradley Jacobs in the chat saying, uh, sporting over two and a half question mark. Is that something you'd consider? That is, if I'm giving a score prediction here, I'm actually looking at a 3-1, possibly a 3-2 kind of matchup. So I do like the over two and a half, but I also like the sporting team total over two and a half if you want to get really risky with it. All right. And by the way, we have over, real quick, AB, we have over 200 likes, but I'm looking for over 300 likes. And by the way, any time, and I know I make this reference all the time, I see the Atalanta DNB. I always think of Dave Matthews Band, even though that's DMB. So if you're in the chat and you like the Dave Matthews Band, put in your Dave, <laughs> Dave Matthews song into the chat. I'd appreciate it. Deep tracks that. only. AB, go. Yeah, when uh, Bucket sent this pick in last night, I was looking at it, and I was like, who the hell is Gil Vincent? Like, we've got one guy. It's just a dude. I was like, this guy's amazing. And also, Atalanta, I was going to ask if they play on a Pichatree Street, but that would be an awful, awful joke. Yeah, 
Maestro knows Atlanta. Yeah, it would be an awful, terrible joke. Yeah. Shout out to all you Atlanta people out there who understood that joke. Probably six six percent of you, but it was worth it because that six percent is is nodding their head vigorously, AB. Uh speaking of vigorously, it looks like at the beginning of the show, you mentioned, hey, Jacksonville props. Uh, I'm going to be, you implied you were going to be all over those. Well, it looks like you are going to be telling the truth here because you've got a couple of picks and they appear to be on the Jacksonville side. I do. And I've got to keep myself on the four screen apologies here when you are, uh, you know, kind of running the uh, little software program because it gets a little hairy there. We're not going to test it at all. So first one, we're going to play Trevor Lawrence over three and a half rush attempts at minus 120 again. Going off of what we were speaking with the Jaguars in this game, as Maestro mentioned, it's important for the AFC. It's important for the AFC South. You're going to see Trev, especially in a game script, if they're up on the Bengals, he'll use his legs. He'll use them safely, right? And you're not going to get a ton of rushes here out of Trev, but he'll do it a couple times. And again, we don't bank on it, but kneel downs do count as rush attempts as well. So it's insurance in your pocket for a game script that we think that probably could happen. But again, we don't count on that. Trevor Lawrence should use his legs, get you a couple rushes here. Very attainable number, minus 120. And then second, when Trev's not using his legs, using his arm, he's going to Christian Kirk. We're going to take him over 50 and a half receiving yards. Christian Kirk is not only a high-powered guy in terms of he could take it to the house from anywhere, he's also a high-volume guy for Trevor Lawrence. If you look at the last three games, he's averaging eight targets per and he generally catches over 50% of them, right? So you've got a guy that's high volume that can take it to the house from anywhere, especially when he kind of runs that skinny post to yeah. the right side of the field. Mm -hmm. Man, dangerous, right? Now, I know that there's uh, there's all guys all over the field for Jacksonville that he can hit. I'm not saying that Kirk is the only one, not by any means. But I do like Christian Kirk, very attainable number here. A guy that's averaging around 13 and a half yards per reception this season absolutely man give me christian kirk over 15 and a half yeah he seems to find that soft spot whether it's man or you know typically zone where he's 15 yards down the field just up the seam and trevor lawrence finds him and if he can get that one catch that bites into that 50 and a half by like almost a half which is what you're looking for when it comes to christian kirk and by the way credit to you because you have trevor lawrence over three and a half rush attempts and you had, if memory serves, we talked about uh, Pat Mahomes' yards yesterday, but you had his rush attempts yesterday as well, and that came in, correct? It did. It came in at four. We got the last one on that last drive. And remember, we spoke about – Yeah, I know what you're going to say. The first we, half. It, Go nicely ahead. on these, when you have the opposing team score at the end of the first half, right, with like 20 seconds left, and they kick off, and you don't have enough time to do anything, but you have to field the kick – and go out and kneel down. Mahomes did like it, it. That was the one we stole a rushing attempt and it came in over three and a half, right at four. Yeah, man. You all, you all think that might've been kind of lucky, but I, and maybe it still is, but AB literally called that. That was a potential thing that would happen on the Pat Mahomes on the Kansas city side. And by the way, I mentioned in my rushing and receiving prop with Christian Watson, that you were likely going to see some rushes from Christian Watson. He had two rushes. And that actually, like, we were going to hit our prop anyway, but he had two rushes on the entire season. So uh, knowing that Jaden Reed was a little banged up, Aaron Jones was out, that's why I speculated in that regard. And he got two rushes for, I believe, over 15 yards. So um, we really hit those props uh, pretty hard yesterday. Speaking of props, I'll just go to mine right now. 
Uh, I'll probably have more picks on tonight's show, but I'm going to go with Jake Browning's over. I know that's going to surprise some people, but I'm taking his over when it comes to pass completions at a plus number. Now, shop your lines. This is probably going to be at 20 and a half at some places, at some books later on in the day because the juice is heavy to the under here. But just so you know, if it is 20 and a half, obviously you're going to be paying some juice there, probably minus 120, maybe even minus 130. Here's the Jake Browning experience. I think it's going to simulate in parallel what we saw from Tyson Bajan early. If you recall, I had Tyson Bajan's over completions in his first full game starting. And the reason is because his average depth of target from his receivers was very low. They were allowing him to basically dink it, dunk, and dink and dunk it down the field because they didn't trust him throwing it down the field. And that's what we saw from Jake Browning last week in his 19 completions, which of course didn't get there. But I think this is going to be a more negative game script more often in this game. And the long and short of it is we're not going to see a a ton of air yards from Jake Browning. We're going to see him dink and dunk it to a plethora of receivers, including T Higgins, Jamar chase, the plethora of tight ends that they have Joe Mixon. And I think in this game script, he's just going to matriculate the ball down the field enough to get to this completion total. Again, if you find it at 20 and a half, you want to take that. That's great. I'll go ahead and take the plus number at 21 and a half. That's my pick on this game. It was so good, it knocked buckets out of the entire stream. I'm not sure what happened to him. But you know what's nice about that play is that if the Jaguars come out and start blowing out the Bengals, it helps you even more Mm because the Jaguars will just drop back in the softest zone of all time and not give up deep and just give up the middle, and you'll just steal, steal, steal completions. That's a great play. And the truth is, speaking of buckets, even if he's right that we're going to see an interception from Jake Browning, which I think he probably will be, that doesn't hurt our case at all. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I don't want to personally, I don't really want to be on, on a side on this game. I don't want to be on the Bengals plus 10, although I probably think that's the sharper of the two plays. But I, Jake Brown can have a terrible game and still get to this completion total. So that's really what I'm looking for. And again, with T. Higgins back, this is a Jaguar pass defense that isn't very good. Now, when Jake Browning is your quarterback, can he expose this defense? I don't really think he has to. I just think he has to get enough passes out, enough pass attempts. And I think he'll be relatively efficient because of his lack of air yards. And that's why I'm taking the pass completions as opposed to the pass attempts. Maestro, you've got the last spot. You've got a couple of props in this game too. One on the Bengals side, one on the Jacksonville Jaguars side. What say you? All right. Well, the Jaguars are number one in early downs against the run. It is very hard to run against them. Running backs are averaging 3.6 yards a carry. And now you get Joe Mixon who is famously inefficient, 3.9 yards per carry this season, but now without a quarterback to threaten people. Last week, eight carries for 16 yards. Yes, they're going to try. They want to take some pressure off of Jake Browning, but I don't think he gets to 50 rushing yards. This is down now to 46.5 on MGM. I would still play it under, but I posted it uh, several days ago, uh, if I recall, at 49 and a half. I'll still play it under 46 and a half. Under, on the other side, Evan Ingram. You know, he is known right now for having the most targets in the league without a touchdown. A lot of people are saying he is going to score tonight. I don't think that's a bad bet at all. I posted him over 41 and a half receiving. I'm seeing 44 and a half on bet MGM. I would still go over because tight ends against this Bengals team They just go off. I mean, four of the last five have had monster games, and the one that didn't was Mark Andrews when he got hurt. Uh, But you had Kittle for 149. You had Fryermuth for 120. When they got rid of or they let those safeties go, they have two young safeties who – 
basically allow you to catch the ball and then they try to make the tackle. Uh, they're not playing tight coverage on tight ends. So this, to me, is another blow-up game for Evan Ingram. Seven targets or more in nine of the last ten games, uh, and this is just a dream matchup for him. So if you've ever seen, this is kind of an obscure reference, which you can find on YouTube. If you've ever seen John Wall throw out the opening pitch uh, in a Nationals game, it was probably like, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago. If you've ever seen that, that's what it looked like when Trevor Lawrence tried to target Evan Ingram wide open in the end zone last week. It was the most hilarious throw of all time. And it's just like Evan Ingram is not allergic to the end zone. Just Trevor Lawrence can't hit him. Uh, By the way, Larry, I love really both of these picks. And I think Evan Ingram, listen, when we get to AB, when we get to the gem tonight, I I might have to respond to that email real fast because I know Evan Ingram is actually longer than plus 1,000. And I feel like he's the guy that is really going to be a focal point early in the game. AB, what you got? All right. So sources tell me that that email is coming here in about 25 minutes. That, you know, just that's just what I hear. It's what the streets are talking. Number two, here's a question for both of you Do the Bengals score 10 points or more tonight? Oh, yeah. Okay. The spread is 10, right? The Jaguars. Mm -hmm. BetMGM right now, you could take Jaguars' money line and both teams to score 10 points or more at minus 140. Hmm. Yeah. So if you're looking to to not play a massive – like if you just want the Jaguars' money line, right, take a look there. 10 points or more. Again, if the Bengals could get there to 10, there you go. Something to look at. That's interesting. I I do like those bets uh, quite a bit. So that is a really creative way to – erase a 10-point spread that you're probably not comfortable with. Um, although, but Jake Browning, I don't know, maybe people are comfortable laying those 10 points. It, it, <laughs> I am very curious as to how this game turns out. By the way, uh, props to the chat. Let's see how many likes we got up to. Uh, 285, we almost got to 300. I see some of you referencing uh, my tweet from the other day about crunchy versus creamy peanut butter, white type of jelly. I, I got to roundtable this with you guys really quick before we get out of here. I am a crunchy Jif grape smuckers jelly guy you don't have to go brands but maestro real quick crunchy or creamy and and what flavor jelly uh crunchy all the way and and strawberry interesting yeah crunchy is the right answer ab what you got i hate peanut butter i know it sounds crazy i absolutely i can't stand it i don't like it i wish i did by the way i would like i i don't say i don't say that proudly i wish i enjoyed it i just i can't get into it very interesting you're but you're not allergic no not at all just don't enjoy it i don't know why well, maybe I'm very disappointed in you. I'm disappointed uh, in myself. No, nonetheless, we'll see you tonight, of course, on uh, Early Edge Primetime when we cover this Jaguars-Bengals uh, game even more. This is the recap screen, everybody. Um, I don't think we have to go over these picks. Screenshot them if you want, but Jake Browning over 21 and a half pass completions at plus at a plus number. Again, you can shop that down to 20 and a half probably later in the day when that line drops. Buckets on at Atlanta, Dave Matthews band. Of course, that's DNB minus 135. Uh, Sporting Gil Vicente, both teams to score plus 105. Maestro Joe Mixon under 49 and a half rushing yards. Evan Ingram over 41 and a half receiving yards. And AB so far on Trevor Lawrence over three and a half rushing attempts. And Christian Kirk over 50 and a half receiving yards. And again, we're going to have more people to talk about this game tonight. We're going to have more picks tonight on this game at 730 Love doing that Monday night football show. I'll be hosting that one as well. I think coach is back tomorrow. With all that said, that's all the damage we can do today, which means there's only one thing left to do. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight 
to the pay window. For AB, for Maestro, for Buckets in his new place in his no-fly zone, I am the counselor, this is the Early Edge, and we rest our case. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the show? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the south side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.